Welcome to AM Best Audio. I'm Lori Chortis for AMBEST TV. We're at the Vermont Captive Insurance Association's annual conference in Burlington, Vermont. Joining us now is Cameron MacArthur. He's the founder and CEO of AI Insurance. Cameron, welcome. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. So are captives using machine learning today and in what ways? Good question. I think most aren't, and I, I think there's there's a lot of desire to use, right? AI, machine learning are like the hot, you know, catchphrases that people are throwing around. and I think a lot of people kind of miss the forest for the trees. We see a lot of folks being like, oh great, you know, here's money, give me the AI, because they've heard that they need AI and that like that's the new tech thing that they need. Um, and unfortunately, it's not so cut and dry. There's like really this kind of garbage in, garbage out problem with data. And you know, in the same way that you know, you need to be on the internet before you can get big data, you need to like really be managing your data intelligently and be using big data before you can start to use it to get artificial intelligence. And so I think there's this cart before the horse problem in insurance in general, which feels about you know decade behind fintech, um, and then in captives especially, where you know if you're on a spreadsheet or a filing cabinet, then you know you're never going to be in a position to use machine learning or artificial intelligence, kind of no matter how much money you pay. So the step one is start to structure your data more intelligently and you know ask some of those questions do you have a single source of truth you know like what kind of data access do you have what kind of quality do you have right if you're you know your bank for example tracks like 500 different data points on you right your uber ride tracks about 5000 and if you ask a captive hey how many how many features are in your loss run the number is like oh we've got 20 columns or something like that and, and that kind of in and of itself shows the problem, right? How do you get that number to be 5,000? Obviously you can't get there by, you know, having someone manually enter in 5,000 data points. So you're gonna have to make business process and organizational changes, but that step needs to happen first. And, and some captives are starting to do that and understand that, that they need a, you know, a data lake or a source of truth. Um, and I think that's a good thing, right? Absolutely. Okay. So where will technology come into place in the captive space? I think it comes into place with that, that data component, right? If you look at like companies that are dominating in the, in the tech space, right? Your Googles and your, your Facebooks, it's like what's really set them apart and everybody talks about this abstractly, but I think doesn't internalize it as well, is they're like, oh, they're data, right? Like Google's, Google has all my data and like it's a big data company and it, it's all about having the data and People, I think, know that intuitively, but don't directly understand how having data can lead to having value and like, you know, turning, like where's the capital connection there? And so I think where technology comes into play is like, you know, what I mentioned before of, okay, I've got 20 columns on my loss run, let's say, and how do I get that to 10,000 without, a human having to manually enter that and you know that kind of feature extraction and then how do I store that data in you know how do I store 10,000 data points in a way that I can answer any question I want about the data without having to email someone and ask right if like Lori works on my team and I have to just email Lori Lori to go dig through things and find answers then I haven't really solved the problem right like everyone should be able to get the answer that they need out of their data is one component and you should have enough data at scale 
to answer really cool questions. And then you'll be in a position where you can take that data and say like, hey, uh, you know, you need, you're gonna need technology to get you to that point. And then you can take that data and bring it to other technology and say, do something really groundbreaking and cool with this. And, and I think that's, those are the two places that it'll come into play. So what kind of innovation can a captive do? I, that's a really good question. I think that a lot of captives think like, oh, I'm really small. I'm not AIG. Like, I don't have any, you know, huge capital to throw around. I don't have enough data is a thing I, I often hear where a captive will say, like, I don't have enough data to do anything cool. And I think what a lot of people don't realize is that quality is more important than quantity. And like anything in life, you need to just start, right? Um, especially when it comes to like the machine learning component, a lot of people think, oh, well, you know, I, I need 500 million claims to be able to do some machine learning or 500 million policies. And, you know, similar to regular learning, you know, if you are a young kid and you burn your hand on the stove, you know, you don't really need to do that 500 million times to learn from that. Maybe you'll burn your hand on the stove one more time and then you'll be like, stove hot, don't touch. And it's very similar to learning from kind of any data at scale where, you know, the answer is not, oh, I need 500 million policies before I can actually understand how I do underwriting better. It's, you need to structure your application data better and increase the quality of it. And you can really benefit from that even as a captive. And candidly, I think captives are at an advantage in this area because it's all about moving quickly, right? It's like, why are these tech companies crushing it with their data, with their technology? Yes, it's like because they have capital and stuff, but a lot of it is because they move really, really fast. They've built organizations, you know, Amazon has the whole policy around like many paths to yes that lets them innovate very quickly. And I think captives are at a huge advantage where, you know, if you think of a $60 billion insurance company, it's very hard for them to make change very quickly, right? If I said, you know, even if, if you, you're running a giant insurance conglomerate and you were all in and you're like, great, let's change how much data we track on our claims, that's not an easy undertaking, right? We're talking about like a multi-year project. You had a system for three decades. Now you need to, like, this is a, like a billion dollar project. Whereas a captive can like really effectively iterate and innovate on this. Hey, we're, you know, we got 20 things on our spreadsheet. How, how could we scale this up to be 105,000? And it's the kind of thing that someone can make a decision and test and iterate really quickly. So I think it like speed puts you at an advantage when you're competing in innovation and size helps with speed. Cameron, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. For AMS TV in Burlington, Vermont, I'm Lori Chortis. Looking to get the full attention of the insurance industry? We have the platforms that will do just that. Whether it be AM Best TV, AM Best Audio, Best Review Magazine, or Best Day. Find out more by calling AM Best Advertising Sales at 908-439-2200, extension 5399, and have a great day.